0: Hi, welcome again to the Employco HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, and with me is my partner Scott Wilson. Hello. And our Vice President of HR, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everybody. And working the board is uh, Nikki Navarro, working the magic back there. So, thanks for joining us. We uh, this week's topic is uh, a, uh, a, a comparison between Hillary Clinton and uh, Donald Trump their uh, and their policies as how they might uh, might affect. Small, the medium-sized businesses across the
1: country. If uh, either one's elected president, and in our research, we've gone off their websites. Correct.
2: Yeah, along with some other quotes from reputable. Yeah, we've we've double checked sources, but then yeah, the, a lot of the main information we're getting is directly from their websites, right?
1: And we're just trying to do like a clear middle-of-the-road policy standpoint right not favoring Trump or Clinton no just opinion. exactly <laughs>
0: right just a side-by-side side. we're going to talk about health care employment law and uh, some taxes mm-hmm. so let's uh, get right into uh, the health care side Jason
2: so the first one that uh, a lot of people point, point to is affordable character what some people call Obamacare so Hillary uh, Clinton is for keeping a Obamacare and Affordable Care Act, she just wants to make some minor modifications to it, whereas Trump said he wants to repeal the whole thing um, and maybe potentially replace it with health savings accounts, kind of modifying that to maybe allow more tax savings to individuals who have the health savings accounts, which those are generally beneficial because they can last your whole lifetime uh, and people can carry those and gift them to relatives if they were to pass away.
0: And Bill Clinton, Scott, was quoted as saying something uh, just a few days ago?
1: Right. Um, it was uh, the craziest thing in the world. So, right. And he was talking about, and he ended up you know, trying to backpedal from uh, what he was saying, but he was basically saying you've got 25 million people that now have coverage that ended up from a you know, they'd probably work 60 hours a week to pay Very for the Very modest insurance. income. Right, right, 60 hours a week, and now they've got these huge deductibles, and it it isn't as nice of a plan as they thought.
0: And the Affordable Care Act, it's, it's a big issue no matter how, who gets elected. It uh, When you look at the proposed rate increases, Blue Cross in Texas, well, they were proposing over 67% rate increases. You've got deductibles higher than ever. You've got uh, bad debt to hospitals. At, a, at the highest level ever, because uh, as people are being forced into the high deductibles, they they can't afford it. I was just with a uh, a prospect of, a few days ago that uh, said he had a relative that went in uh, for a, a a knee replacement surgery and his out of pocket was thirty seven thousand uh, po- dollars. He's like, this can't be right. I've got i I've got to reprice it. Uh, I'm sure the insurance company is going to pay it, and the insurance company came back and said, no, you're out of network. This is your uh, you owe thirty seven grand. Wow. So how is uh, how's somebody, uh, you know, in various income levels, how do you, how do you afford that? So hmm. I think either yeah, way— the hospital's
1: going to come back and break his legs <laughs> after giving him his knee. So wow. I think
0: either way you're going to have to have uh, vast improvements to the system. Uh, you know, Trump, he wants to uh, do away with it. It's it's so entrenched. Uh, I, you know, either way, whoever becomes president, you've got to have changes to it. Right. It has to be more affordable— More and more markets, uh, you know, we're based in Chicago. We work in 49 states across the country. But when you look at the the, uh, Chicago market next year in 17, you'll be down to one insurance company. And you're seeing that more and more.
2: Yeah. And one of Trump's proposals is to get rid of the state line requirement where insurance carriers can sell to people or groups or companies across state lines, whereas today, if you're buying a health plan, you have to buy it in the state that you're located in.
0: Right, which is, I mean, that would be huge for... uh, uh, not to do a Donald Trump impersonation, right. <laughs> but uh, it would be huge for, for companies to be able to buy your multi-state companies as well as insurance companies that are based in other states to to go across company uh, state lines.
2: Yeah, it would be nice competition See. and hopefully reduce some prices. Mm.
0: So on, on a tax side, uh, Hillary was proposing a, uh, a tax credit for consumers up to, uh, I believe her website said, up to $5,000 per family for excessive out-of-pocket
2: costs. So today, if someone wants to have health insurance and have it uh, not pay taxes on it, if you're part of a group employer, you can have a pre-tax payroll deduction and save on the taxes for your premium portion. But when you're paying for it on an individual basis and paying with after-tax dollars, that's where it gets complicated, and that's where her proposal comes into play.
0: Right, so really anybody that buys insurance on the uh, the exchange, on the uh, ACA website or the state exchanges, you're out of pocket; it's not deductible. So that would give you a little bit of uh, benefit with the with the uh, five thousand dollars per family. The um, and uh, Donald Trump wants to cap employer tax exclusions for health care. Didn't uh, he? Didn't go into too much detail though. So either way, that's going to be uh, who's ever elected.
1: It's it's a big challenge for uh, for both companies and uh, and individual families at this and point. states too, especially if they are going to open up the markets. I mean, we're in 49 states, and you know how the regulations change from state to state to state. That's one of the advantages of working with a company like us where we've got that wide footprint. I think it's going to be – it's nice to say, but it's going to be a lot of work to have you know, a state like Mm -hmm. Ohio have the same regulations as a state like Florida. It's the same as Nevada. I mean, it's just Mm – it's going to be a lot of work. So let's switch
0: to uh, employment law. Uh, when we uh, Let's look at uh, the minimum wage across the country.
2: Yeah, Scott was just mentioning one of the Trump's proposals has to do with states. His preference is to allow states to have more say into what minimum wage is. He, he's for some type of a minimum wage. He's throwing out $10 per hour as a potential minimum wage at the federal level. But his big proponent and push is... Let our states each decide their own minimum wage and what's appropriate for their for their residents
0: and he's looking at uh, I think he published a report uh, a few months ago that he wanted at least a uh, ten dollars an hour though on the federal level but let let states you know, if they want to raise it past that uh, let it be up to the states that's right versus on uh, Hillary she wants at least twelve and she's supportive of uh, fifteen
2: yeah she's been on record several times supporting minimum wage in the different Uh, Fights and programs that are out there, initiatives to raise minimum wage. So she's been a a supporter of increasing minimum wage for for many years now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I mean, we've seen it in our uh, recruiting aspect, the services that we offer where we'll recruit for clients. Um, You know, we'll have someone, say, from downstate Illinois think that it's a great offer up in Chicago, and then once you figure out the cost of living, it's not that great of an offer. So that's kind of where that Going state by state, even region by region, you know, fifteen dollars in downtown Chicago isn't going to get you very far. Whereas fifteen dollars in a rural community, right. you know, the cost of living's cheaper. So. And
0: you know, the reverse of your trickle down. That really uh, on the recruiting side, it's a trickle up effect. Of uh, as you raise that ten dollars to fifteen, the person that's at fifteen now is going to say, "Well, if I need to be at twenty because I." I'm I do well, more I, than I'm do, I do more than what uh, what you're doing on the minimum wage side. So okay. you're going to have that it, it, it affects it on all levels. Mm-hmm. And the so. higher
2: the minimum wage, the bigger the increase will be. The effect businesses will feel on the new overtime law. So, for example, Donald Trump is for either repealing it or giving a small business exemption for companies depending on either the revenue size or number of employees. Because that's this is this new overtime law that's kicking in December 1st. More than doubles the salary threshold. It's going to be a hard hit for employers
0: and that's it's a, currently and we did a previous podcast on it it's a it's a big issue for businesses right now they at the proposed uh, effective date of December 1st you're looking at a 12 billion dollar in wage increase across right. the country the um, right now the House and Senate they're they're reviewing the house has a bill that they want to uh, to phase it in over time instead of uh, going in December 1st we'll see if uh, if, if both House and, and Senate if they pass they it, could work together well, they'll
1: work together, but
0: what will the president do? I, I can't imagine he's right. going he's gonna he's going to agree with them so right. I you know my guess is that bill's here to stay so it's going to be a big uh, big issue. Uh, Donald Trump he would appeal it and uh, but um, uh, Hillary would stick with it uh, let's let's talk about Family Medical Leave Act uh, or not just family medical leave, but family leave.
2: Yeah so for example, Hillary has uh, proposed giving a family paid leave of uh up to 12, 12 weeks 12 weeks for new mothers and fathers so not just birth, but maybe you're adopting a new child uh whereas on trump's side he's kind of proposing a little bit something different
0: right he's proposing uh, a uh six weeks paid maternity leave to so, but the, and then his his thought is he would pay for that out of uh changes to the unemployment insurance which that's a whole other segment, but neither one has really spoke of, so we'll, we'll skip it now, but that's a whole area that needs to be overhauled. The, the
2: unemployment, right. right. Sure.
0: The uh, And then uh, gender pay gap, they're, are
2: they pretty similar, Jason? or it, it, Neither one has pr- pr- uh, provided specific details on what that would look like for employers and requirements, but both have said we're for pay equality based on gender, Obviously, that trickles down to race and religion and national origin. But the, the kind of the key hot button topic right now is gender, and uh, I, Donald Trump has came come out and said, "I don't, I don't, I'm not in favor of regulations on business because that just kind of hampers businesses' ability to do business the way they want to." Whereas Hillary, I think, is more in, in favor of regulating it, putting measures on companies that have to do reporting, and if you have a certain discrepancy between the gender. Pay, then they're going to be required to either answer for it or or change their ways.
0: So, uh, if we want to move over to the uh, to the tax side, the um, uh, Hillary wants to close some loopholes. The current tax rate on a corporate tax rate is thirty five percent. So, the big change for her is she wants to keep the thirty five, but she wants to close loopholes. So, your net effect for uh, for businesses filing their corporate returns, your taxes are going to go up on uh, on the trump side he wants to lower the corporate tax to fifteen percent he also wants to close loopholes but you know your your net effect is uh his tax rate's going to be fifteen and and she'll stay at thirty five uh thirty five plus on the individual side he wants to uh he wants the top uh the top tax return to be up at up to twenty five percent with uh with no taxes i believe his number was uh uh, no taxes if you make less than twenty five thousand uh, on hillary's side her tax rate going from uh, from ten percent to forty three point six percent so your a high wage over over five million dollars are going to pay forty three point six but someone making that 25000 uh, five thousand dollar person so your minimum wage person is going to pay fifteen percent with uh with hillary and, and zero with with trump so uh overall the um, the tax rate—they're pretty, pretty far apart, uh, no matter what income level you're at. And the other, uh, other area too is your estate taxes. So uh, right now you've got a five million dollar deduction, and then taxes going at forty percent. And that's changed over the course of numbers of years. Uh, she wants to lower that five million to three million, but also your top end of her estate tax is sixty-five percent, with the average being in the. A 45 to 50 percent range and again that's your after-tax estate taxes to uh
1: and that'll affect likely uh small to medium-sized business owners
0: right uh trump's plan is to be zero mm-hmm. so but and we were uh we were talking of that offline before we started when you look at your uh, uh scott throughout the example of the chicago cubs right uh, wrigley the wrigley family sold the the uh Right,
1: to cover estate tax. So, and that was back years and years ago, but that's kind of a similar thing with a small to medium-sized business. If they're not a cash-heavy business, say they're valued at a $5 million or $10 million, they have to come up in cash to pay for it, and what ends up happening is they end up having to sell the business.
0: Right. That's so,
1: if life insurance isn't, you know, you can always supplement that with a life insurance policy, which we sell, but... Um, if someone isn't prepared and they don't have, like, a life policy or a key man policy, the company's going to have to come up with cash. Or right.
0: So the theory, so the old theory is the dead can't vote.
1: Right. Maybe in some cities they can't vote. Chicago. But,
0: but uh, the dead can't vote. So you've got uh, one side at zero and, and one side at uh, top and out at 65%. Yep.
2: Maybe if things get too expensive or people are unhappy with the way these results come up and move to Canada, maybe we should open up a Canadian HR operation uh, and... Branching pretty
0: Canada. Cool. <laughs> there you go, Jason, always thinking, branching out. <laughs> yep. So, so but, uh,
1: uh, you can check us out at employco.com. Any questions we have? Uh, HR at employco.com. HR at employco.com is our, our uh, question count. We do get questions in time to time, and uh, Jason uh, personally answers them, and it's pretty quick turnaround time. So,
0: so we've got a fun one coming up, uh, A uh, one of our next episodes. is We were able to come across a uh, – a uh, employee handbook, a secretarial handbook from 1961 from a large company. Uh, it's like reading something out of Mad Men. <laughs> so uh, we'll have some fun with that. of uh,
1: Going it, through each of the, uh, der- uh, not each of them, but a number of the procedures and seeing what law they'd be breaking now <laughs> right. and how much you could be fined and sued for. So what
0: you did then you definitely can't do now. Correct. So... So we'll, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and, uh, again, feel free to reach out to us if uh, any questions or comments.
1: HR at com, and have a great day. Cheers. Thank you.